0: It's not the Zade. It's not
1: the story.
0: It's It's the the Zade story. Let's get down to business to defeat the huns. So good. It's so good. Do you want to? Do you want to chime in? I don't know Another the next time. lyric. No. I ask for. Oh, you send me daughters when I ask for sons. Yeah,
1: you s- did. You send me daughters. Did you? <laughs> you send me daughters when I ask
2: for. Oh. Four
0: sons.
2: Sons. You're
0: the (laughs) scariest bunch I've ever had.
2: What is that from?
0: Mulan. Yes, Mulan. Mulan. Also, that's where Christina Aguilera got her big break. She was 15 years old, and she had like the song that was like the song for the movie.
1: I don't...
0: You can sing me. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever watched Deliverance? Yes. I've
1: never I, seen it.
0: <clears throat> okay, I never had watched it until I was in my mid-twenties. I had always heard the jokes. That movie is good. That movie, I mean, like I mean, depending on your definition. It's intense. Yes. Wait, Wait you, you saw it? Intense. Yes. Okay, let me let me. Well, let, it's been a long time, but let me break it down for you, Kevin. Uh,
1: you can Move this down. No, that's
2: I'm just sitting time. here.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's okay. As you yeah, guys no, are listening
0: finished. right now, I'm watching Kevin put put his microphone in his dad's face.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, okay, so there's a scene in Deliverance, which. It's been like the iconic scene. There's, there's two scenes. There's the dueling banjo, the dueling banjos. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's like, and then they battle out. All right, the other you scene, know it's Deliverance, when you hear that, yeah. you do, yeah, the iconic moment. <clears throat> the other scene is the scene where he says, "Squeal like a pig." Yes. Now, Kevin, you are going to delete this from the podcast, and so I'm not worried about what we're going to talk <laughs> about at this point in time.
2: Okay. Um, I wouldn't be so sure about that. All right. <laughs>
0: Trust me Kevin, you're gonna delete this from a podcast. I
2: can tell already.
0: <laughs> Alright, so they're like country bumpkin, they're in the they're like hiking, traveling, doing like <laughs> some rafting type stuff. They come across these country bumpkins. The country bumpkins basically kind of kidnap them and then tie them up. And... the most iconic scene from the movie. Great movie. Crazy scene. But again, you're going to delete this, so it doesn't matter.
1: Maybe. We'll see. Um, Maybe it'll be our outtake. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: One of those One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which it took me years to watch. I just recently watched it from start to finish. I did
1: love One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Your mom hated it. Not a surprise. <laughs> most most That's why she hates Jack Nicholson.
2: I want to say
0: like fifty percent of people did not like that movie. That was like a love or hate relationship. Yeah. Huh.
1: Did you like it?
0: Um I went it's into kind the movie. kinda boring. I went into the movie expecting to love it because of all the jazz. Plus it's from Salem. Mm-hmm. You know, it's filmed with mm-hmm. the at the Slack Award and whatnot. Right. Um I was able to palette it. For the like, <laughs> for the entire two hours, yeah.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> so my recommendation is, I was able to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: um, it. I don't think it probably deserves the iconic uh, praise that it did get. Yeah. But at that time, movies were probably really boring.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's right, folks. Welcome back to the Zayd story. We are talking about iconic movies, if you're just joining our conversation, which you are, because this is the beginning of the, the podcast. Uh, we talked about Deliverance a little bit, which got cut, mostly, <laughs> for <laughs> a few iconic reasons. Whee! <laughs> Perfect. And we hit a One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which my mother hates because she hates Jack Nicholson. Or she hates because of Jack Nicholson. Uh, which, I think
2: that's probably why.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's good. I love it. I actually really like the movie. Uh, but yeah, but the movie we saw... Oh, and if for those of you listening who can distinguish our voices, we have a special guest tonight. A drop-in invitation only, Dougie Zade. <laughs> That's right. I,
2: Thanks for inviting me. Yep.
1: Yeah, yep.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> I noticed, and I mentioned as we walked in, you got a haircut, Doug. I did. You
2: look ah, really good. I am looking pretty good. <laughs> no, <all right>. seriously. <laughs> you look like you got a little bit of sun
1: as well. Have you been out in the yard? You've been I doing some stuff? I been out in the yard. Oh. Re- retirement is treating him well. It well, is, it's treating his yard really well. It is treating my yard Is your yard well. looking really nice? Oh, yeah, yeah. What do you got going on right now? Tell me all about uh,
2: it. Lots of plants and uh, some bark dust and... Uh, just a lot of cleaning up. And... <laughs>
0: every year, I put bark... Well, most every year, I think I put bark dust down. And every year, after I get done shoveling it to the wheelbarrow and wheelbarrowing it around in the backyard and doing the whole thing, I say, I'm paying the money next year. <laughs> to, to have them blow it To have them have blow it in. Yes. Yeah. And I was just talking with somebody recently. And they're like, yeah, it's only like an extra $100. And they just blow it in. I was like, $100? I could... like." I would have saved three days worth of back-breaking <laughs> intensive labor in the sun, sweating four
1: to five hours a day for $100. Worth it. <laughs> I'm the same way. I Well, I hate yard work. Luckily, Jordan loves yard work because she does it all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's true. But yeah, I hate yard work, and uh, I would gladly pay $100 to have them. Well, I just... Dirt's fine with me, <laughs> but uh, you know when she's done with it, when she's done with the yard, it does look very nice. But uh, but I would much rather pay somebody than shovel in a wheelbarrow.
0: This uh, this last Monday, I had uh, I had three or four um, I'm going to call them flower barriers, but they're not barriers. They're like uh, you know you'd plant. Flamp- fruit in them would...
1: Oh, like raised
0: beds. Raised beds. Thank you. Oh. Thank you, Kevin. So I had like four raised beds, but each one of them had to kind of rot it out, and so I was going to get rid of them all. And the, So I'm like tearing them out, and I had one raised bed that was still pretty okay, and so I was like, oh, I'm just going to rearrange it. And So I put it in there, and it looked, it looked pretty okay, and then I thought, I could reface this. Now, I'm not sure if you guys know, but I'm the king of refacing. Like, I reface things so like my <laughs> like my cabinets my my kitchen cabinets they were old and disgusting and i came in and i refaced them and painted them and made them look nice uh-huh. Or you know i might find some on like craigslist or at the auction for like five bucks and take a can of spray paint and all of a sudden it looks amazing so i take some cedar siding that i'm going to call cedar siding now if you were to buy this it comes in a bundle for three dollars and they call it Firewood, but, <laughs> oh, but, firewood. Yeah. but instead, I slapped some stain on it and then slapped it up against my cedar well, my retaining bed, my what is it raised called? bed raised bed, thank you, and in less than two hours, I made it look like like a five hundred dollar construction beautiful bed, Wow, and I nice. think to myself, I'm so good at this. I'm now going to build a deck right next to it. Because this took me 2 hours, I can do a deck in probably 4 hours. You that ready. was that was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. I've worked on this 4 days in a row. Do I have a deck? Absolutely not. Do I have some wood sticking out of the ground with some cement holding it in place? Yes. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, we built the deck in the backyard. Uh, yeah, my brother was... and Dougie. How worked. long did it
0: take you?
2: 150
1: days. <laughs> That's what it feels like right now for me. Uh, we did it in well. Yeah, we did. Did it. We did it in a few hours. We really. did it in. I think we did it in four hours, and that includes a trip to Lowe's.
2: <laughs> That's impressive. And then, uh, for the stuff you always forgot. Then,
1: my brother and father left me to finish, as always. <laughs> Burn. There's a deep seated story okay. there. Well, the deep seated story is I just this last week fixed the fence that the fence gate that they put in. You fixed that? I did.
2: You're so handy.
1: No, I'm You're really a very not handy, handy guy. You're so handy. Uh,
2: Listeners, you should invite him over to help you with project.
1: <laughs> Make sure you got a lot of ice water and a good place in the shade for me to sit and watch.
2: <laughs> that's, that's
1: true.
0: <laughs> I feel like I would be a really good guy to bring over and just sit in the shade and then give a phone and say, Google what we should be doing right. <laughs> well, you know, get on, get well, on YouTube and
1: tell me what I should be doing. Or Go- Google someone to come in and, right. and blow this in. But mm-hmm, Seriously. <laughs> Josh and I, you and I, went to go see Guardians of the Galaxy yesterday. Volume two. Volume two. Volume correction. Two. Thank you, Dougie. When did you see Guardians of the Galaxy? I saw it with some friends on
2: opening night. Opening oh, 3D night in Silverton, Oregon. Three i still, I'll give him a shout out. Hey, yeah, there you go. Uh...
1: It opening. would not have been
2: my choice to watch it in 3D, but that's what was there, and it was the time that worked for us. So. like father, like son. Yeah. yeah. Why do you hate Quite 3D? I don't know. I uh, I really don't know. I guess it. I don't find it that fascinating. I don't think it. I don't know that it really adds to the movie. It almost it almost detracts from it. I'm not going for a roller coaster ride. I'm going to watch the movie.
1: Yeah, I'd actually really agree. It seems super gimmicky to me, and you can tell when they film a specific scene for 3D because the choreography doesn't necessarily make sense of the scene, but it's done that way so that there can be a 3D element. And you're like, oh, something
0: flying at your face. Something
1: flying at the face. It's not a good shot, but it makes a good opportunity for a blade to come flying at your face and you're like okay i get it and then also on a most basic level i hate wearing glasses over my glasses well that's true it bothers me it's just they sit on the bridge of my nose instead of the top of my nose because i've already got glasses on top of my nose
2: right that would make a difference too
1: yeah yeah but uh I did love Avatar in 3D. Yeah. And I think that's because it was a whole world. It was shot that way. Yeah. It
0: was like a whole new. Then we were talking about this at dinner and I was saying. Yeah. Avatar, I saw it the first time and I hated it. But I, did, I didn't watch it in 3D. I fell asleep. And then I saw it in 3D, and it was like the most immersive, amazing new world experience.
2: Yeah, you're really in a new world that way. That That's the kind of thing that 3D makes sense. That... But it really has
0: to be shot that
2: way, mm-hmm. filmed
0: that way, designed from beginning to end to be that immersive 3D world.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but uh, so Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I guess we should go straight into... The
0: Rundown. The Rundown. The Rundown. Hope you're ready. It'll be here any minute. Is that a rifle?
2: You don't know what a rifle looks like?
0: It's just swords were your thing and guns were mine. But I guess we're both doing guns now. I just didn't know that. Well, that's intense. for two-time galaxy savers yes! all right so the movie starts off with me getting five items of food ridiculous i know <laughs> but i maybe ordered five things and as the movie started food just like this this ridiculous amount of food showed up and it so- began
2: to run down
0: it did well. This is this is the rundown, I'm running down. This
1: is a uh, this is exactly what happened. This is
0: exactly what happened. And so, for the first five minutes, I was a little distracted because I was like, "Ooh, cheese stick! Ooh, pickles! Ooh, deep fried cauliflower tossed in buzz sauce!" But past that, let me get to the rundown. So the movie starts off and our galaxy fighters are, are people who have defended the galaxy are all together again and now they are battling a big what do we call it slug?
1: yeah slug big slug, slug dragon
0: big <laughs> slug dragon monster thing they um, they graduated up into uh the big world of saving the world's galaxies and uh yeah that's that's what I remember through my cheese sticks Kevin take it away <laughs>
1: So I get to the theater. (laughs) I sit down and the first thing Josh says is I ordered five things of food. (laughs) I did. And I was like. I never order food. We have gone to movies. Never. (laughs) Literally hundreds of times. And he never orders food for a few reasons. One, we've had terrible service and food experience at this theater that we were at. And, uh. Such things as he ordered a salad and didn't ever get it, but he like the waiters. The waiters were like, "Oh yeah, we we're checking on that. It should be out any minute." And then like their credits start and they bring out the salad. (laughs) That's true. He's like, like, "I don't want this. Like I wanted it during the movie anyway." So we've had some fun experiences like that, and therefore Josh never orders food. And so I sat down. He's like, "I ordered five things." And I hadn't eaten dinner yet, and so I was like, "I didn't know you ate food here because in my pocket were two McDoubles, no pickles or onions, and a McChicken that I had snuck into the theater because Josh never orders food, and the food's there's very." pricey so i was just gonna get you know dollar cheeseburgers and i'm he's like you can have whatever you want and i was like i wish you would have told me that before i bought these cheeseburgers mind you he
0: never offered a mcchicken nor a mcdouble what? that's true I know. no was, oh, that's that's true. That, <laughs> he was that's like terrible. thank you this mcdoubles and chickens are mine
1: oh <laughs> uh, the best thing was not the cheese stick though it was tempura cauliflower
0: Tossed in buzz Tossed sauce. Tossed
1: buzz sauce. as like a vegetarian-style chicken wing dipped in ranch or blue cheese. I couldn't tell. But uh, it was delightful. It was really good. They also had a soft pretzel stick. Yeah, that was really good, too. <laughs> but did for my part of the rundown.
0: Did
2: you, did you watch the movie?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> after the first five minutes. <laughs> after there's after a lot the going on. After the first five minutes of quietly unwrapping my McDonald's, uh, Peter Quill. This is still his story. Yes, there are five members of the Galaxy Guardians, but uh, this movie is all about Quill and his father, who we find out very early on in an awesomely affected scene with a young Kurt Russell. He looked great. He looks really good. He, he looked, looked good, old too, though. He does. He look does good look good. Old. He looks That's pretty a great. Nice, beautiful that... beard. How did they do that? He looked. He looked like... Young
2: Russell. Yeah, right. Yeah, like 30 it, years ago. So like they, maybe they shot this movie, they started this movie 30 years ago right. and then they just pulled it out of the vault or something. You
1: know, there's new technology that does this because there's big controversy over The Irishman, which is Martin Scorsese's new film with De Niro and Pacino. And they're using this technology so it looks like they are younger. They're younger version of themselves when they play them younger uh-huh. and older. Because it's going to involve like some double you know, uh-huh. some flashback plot as well. So it's it's a new thing, but it was pretty good. Because I was, it was like, impressive. like, that's Kurt Russell, right? And I go, yeah, 30 years ago. Yeah. That's yeah. Kurt Russell.
0: Like, it, he looks really good.
1: That was great. Uh but oh yeah. So surprise, surprise. It's not that big of a surprise. You learn it in like the first scene of the movie. Kurt Russell is Peter Quill's father. And they reconnect. And this movie is really... It's it's strength is the relationships. We get the blue girl back again. Uh, The sister of the green and blue girl. or No, they are sisters. And it's about them. It's about Peter Quill and his father-like relationships with either Kurt Russell and also the relationship that Yando, yon, Yannu, Yandu. 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 Yeah. the mm-hmm. blue uh, guy, yeah, Merle, Merle. That's all I can right. think of him as uh, from The Walking Dead. He uh-huh. plays a pretty good villain in The Walking Dead. Not really villain, but anyways, yeah. I, I digress. <laughs> I digress. Uh, yeah, there's the big, big fight scenes and some really funny comedy. Everybody's along for the for the ride. <laughs> there's witty banter. Yeah, witty banter, such right. as. Thank Superheroes you. do. What have we missed, Dougie? <laughs> He's
0: well, gonna be like, well, "Well, tell uh, us about the food that you I, ate." Yeah.
1: tell us about the food yeah. you ate I in
0: the movie. I did not
2: eat any food because I'm too cheap to, uh, <laughs> yeah. to buy it at the theater. Typically, um, I don't know that you really missed that much. Uh, it's got uh, it really has pretty much the same characters, but they add a, they add a couple, and they have the the new little tree. Is uh, pretty cute, The yes. uh, Le- baby Groot, yeah, baby Groot. Groot, baby Groot, and uh, yeah, it's a story. It's 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 a story about uh, these relationships, really. And so, I think that's pretty good for a rundown. I don't think I have anything to
1: add. All right, well, then that was the rundown.
0: The rundown. The rundown. searching for your whole life it's right there by your side all along. you're right all you do is yell at each other you are not friends
2: no we're family except maybe her after all these years I've found you And who the hell are you? I'm your dad, Peter.
1: And that is where the audio ends for Guardians of the Galaxy Episode 2. What? I know, you guys are so disappointed. And I, too, am disappointed. But the truth is, is somewhere in the editing process, I lost... The rest of the audio for the Galaxies of the Guardians Volume 2 episode. And trust me, if you think you were frustrated, it's a fraction of the amount I was frustrated. But what can you do? You have to tighten up your bootstraps and keep going forward. Or in this case... You have to take a couple deep breaths so you don't break the computer. And you have to move forward. The rest of the episode is a blast. I'm sad you'll never get to hear it. Josh ends up rating Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 four beers, while both Dougie and myself give it five beers. Now... We have one of the most incredible, philosophical, meaningful, deep, and wide conversations about cinema and the representation of film and the future of what all of this, all of this means. What does movies mean? We talked about it all. We covered it all. Tears were shed. Laughter was had. And at the end, uh, we shared an embrace with the audience. We've truly opened up our deepest selves. And you'll never get it. You'll never get to hear it. What happened in this room that night will stay with the three of us forever. Our lives changed and intertwined, never to be shared with the audience. And that's just the way it's going to have to be. Uh, hopefully, I'm hoping we get to see Covenant this week, and I'm also hoping that we don't screw up the audio, and by we, I mean me, I hope I don't screw up the audio next week, and, uh, looking forward to hearing you guys, uh, hearing your, hearing your comments, I would love to shout out, and, uh, the victor of a contest we had this last week, I put a picture out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. It was a picture of Peter Weir's opening scene from his 1985 film Witness, starring Kelly McGinnis and Harrison Ford, also the screen debut of Viggo Mortensen, so I tweeted it out and asked for uh, people to comment on the film's title. We got a couple of guesses that were wrong, and then Mark and Kathy Walker nailed in uh, with the correct answer we got dallas commenting uh guessing that it was inglorious bastards we had daniel guess kingpin which was a good guess because one of the guys especially looked like uh the main guy from kingpin i can't remember his name randy Quaid's. that's who it was. that's who it was then we had mark and kathy uh Mark and Kathy strolled in with the win with a, uh, a guess from Jed, a, a clue from Jed. We got Scott Knight and Dougie also guessed these two correctly, but only one could win and it was Mark and Kathy Walker. So if you guys are listening, you would like to claim your prize, send me a message on Facebook or get a hold of me and we will, uh, we'll get you hooked up with your prize. Also, kind of ironically, Lindsay Walker, uh, the daughter of Mark and Kathy Walker, commented on the Instagram page within minutes of Mark and Kathy's victory. So, keep listening, keep uh, keep interacting. We had fun. Look for another tweet or another Facebook post this week with another film Screenshot. I thought that was fun. We got a lot of uh, input, so we'll do that again. Uh, until the meantime, please forgive us, and by us again, I mean me. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. For The Zaid Story and the Love of Movies and Beer, I'm Kevin Zaid. It's not the Zaid. It's not the story. It's the, the
0: Zayde, Zayde story. story. Squeal like a pig, <laughs> boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, whee, whee. Or not.